though I do like the flaming beard. The Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. Last time. <laughs> um, uh, we had just cut off someone's head. Hurrah! Well, um, yes. I'm feeling kind of bad about it. No. no, no, no. We have just crossed the lava pit, and we were about to approach the the fresh oh. water source you had found. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That too. Only that, the, too. Only, only that there was a goblin coming up, going, uh, uh Wasabi. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'd stay in your poultry recap. That's <laughs> <laughs> good enough. Uh, well, not really, because now I got this damn goblin with a headband and a feather sticking out of it. <laughs> but is he done up in a white face and black lines down, down it now? <laughs> no. But, but he does have the uh, regal savage nose. Yeah, can't help it. He's a goblin. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, let's see. I mean, he's got he's got a hunker on him that you can probably you know use for a, as a can opener or a bottle opener. But and then again, you get the you gotta, you gotta wipe all the boogers off afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're there's a goblin going kimosabi. Yes, yes, that is that is the word of it. Um, you, you, you're not scoring GM points with that. Alex <laughs> <laughs> is saying, you know, uh, I come in peace. I'll get to that. <laughs> there was no, uh, there were no words exchanged. Okay. He was displaying his weapon as though in a non-threatening manner. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking without speaking. First, first order of business, though. There's some stuff to fix. Uh, point out. First, for, for poor Dirk, uh, I seem to have, uh, bungled something for you. Uh, I noticed you have a, uh, routine speed test written down for speed. That shouldn't be there. Uh, stats don't benefit from routine tests, so it's probably the same test that you wrote down for, um, the failed climbing test once upon a time. So that should go away. Let's see what else. Uh, right, Flint. Sorry. Last session, I told you to put a routine test on your B5 axe skill. Uh, ah. Except when you reach B5, routine tests no longer benefit the skill. So there's no point in, in um, writing them down. So I can re- put down one useless routine? You can just remove it because it has no, yeah. you know, <laughs> benefit. You need, you need a couple challenging or something like that to get, actually get a, a boost? He needs more uh, difficult now and uh, more challenging, yes. Yay! Difficult and challenging we can do. Okay, updated. Fantastic. Oh, and Flint, you are one routine test away from racing stealthy from B2 to 3. Oh. You are also one routine test away from racing clan history from B3 to B4. Oh. Finally, finally, you are also one routine test away from racing command to B3. So, I need to give stealthy historical commands. Okay. (laughs) More or less. Simple stuff. Uh, Ulfkrell, by the way, is only one routine test away from earning observation B4. Ah, yes, I noticed that. I have two routine, two difficult, and two, yeah, so I just get either, what, another routine? Yes, another routine, and it goes up. Also, if you were to somehow uh, wrangle a challenging uh, hammer test out of me, then that would go up to four. Right, we never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's a goblin. Hammer time! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, I'm one, I'm also one away from making persu- course persuasion a real skill. Oh, right, I didn't check that. And I'm definitely far away from making tunnel wise or forgery or dr- drinking any, any of those real skills. I can be really intimidating once I, once I figure out, figure out intimidation. I can, I'll probably be really intimidating. I'm like B5. I'm, I'm going to start out really badass in that. Once you open the skill, it's half of what it what it's based on. Ah, so my so I go down <laughs> to a three or two. It's but still, up. still, it's better than having uh you know a double obstacle penalty all the time for a full full score. Anything else needs to get? My armor's got ways to go. Oh, shrewd appraisal got ways to go. Cooper's yeah. got Why do you have shrew appraisals? This? <laughs> what about moles? 
We are, there's also vol appraisal too, but you know. <laughs> All kinds of vermin. You gotta make sure you know which one's which. Varmint wise. <laughs> yeah, varmint wise. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, that's something I need to do. I, I need to get around more stuff and work with that. Sure. <laughs> Okay. Next, uh, I, I should probably, you know, poke your beliefs and say, uh, maybe you need to write something here or there, but I think in the course of play, there will be enough situations that, uh, I'm gonna be able to stop play and ask you, uh, if you want to refine anything, as is. Presently, for, for Ulfkel, you have the reopen the Scoria Brewery's belief, you have the belief about recovering recipes from Scoria. Yeah. And you have your belief about supplying beer. Else, you have secure source of clean water. We still have not done that, that yet. That is, that is, uh, well, you did that last session. You know, I, I awarded you for it anyway. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll cross that out then. Yes, uh, and that should have been the tail end statement for the third belief, and uh, not a fourth belief. Sorry. No worries. Sorry. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if you come up with something in play t- mm-hmm. that you want to uh, stick to the end of, of one of these things, feel free to just blurt it out. That's fine. Or uh, I might come up with something and challenge you and say, maybe you want to do this. We'll see what happens. Fandral ha- has the uh, help Flint get the uh, family crest and help Ulfkel reopen breweries and dealing with the goblin as a caveat for uh, leading the, well, as part of leading the expedition to Scoria. Uh, for the present, I don't see anything in particular that can be done or tacked on, but uh, I'll I'll be sure to challenge the first two momentarily. Let's see. For Flint, the, you have your oath to recover the crest from Scoria. When we get there. You have uh, the belief about supporting Fandral for now. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I not support him? <laughs> Well, you know, dwarves to greater glory. Once greed gets the better of a dwarf. <laughs> Finally, you have uh, the belief about getting the the whole party safely to Scoria, which uh, at present should lack a modifier, but uh, or a tail end statement. But that is fine. Uh, if one appears, great. If one doesn't, never mind. It's all right. Oh, uh, William. Yes. I was thinking of changing one of my one of my instincts because I'm starting to realize never trust Teetler is never going to come up in this game. Oh, you bastard! You bastard! I was but, just going to hit that. I'm going to say here is the answer. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, it is your character, and it's about where you want to be challenged. So Ooh, challenge, if you yeah, have if you have an interesting or 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 more acute. Alternative, oh, oh, oh. I'm all for it. What was your, what was your suggestion? I just out of curiosity. Oh, I don't have a suggestion. I was just going to bring it into play. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, you know, either like beer solves all problems. That is a belief and not a, anything. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're talking about Ulfkel here. <laughs> <laughs> If you wrote something like uh, always solve pro- pro- solve a dispute with beer or something like that, uh, that would be more of um of an instinct. But okay. it should be short macro type. Yeah. If this happens, I do that. Never uh, walk down the street without shoes or something. You know, stupid. That's a horrible instinct, but you get the idea. Okay, I'll come with something. You guys, you guys can keep on going there. I have to work up something. Let me see, did I have anything else to blab about before we start? I don't think so. No, I lost my place. Somewhere under the mountain. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, you had uh, returned to the cavern, or rather the tunnel, past the um, great subterranean ravine, terminating in the, the weird, not weird, but uh, lurid lava flow. At the very bottom, where the this this clean water source just uh, trickles down the cave wall and and runs across the um, the tunnel to vanish to a crack on the other side. And you had posted sentries, and and Ulfkel had just booted his apprentices into action for uh, for you know learning how to properly tap the well, source. test and test and the, uh, make sure it's a good source. Yeah, very tap and test. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. You were in the, the process of doing this when, from the far end of the tunnel, this uh, ringy, fur-festooned, mail-clad goblin appears with his long, man-made sword held out in front of him in a gesture of offering, sort of, or in a sort of a gesture of peace, if that could be applied to goblins. 
And uh, this was right before, uh, yeah, right before the eyes of, of uh, Flint and Fandral having just set the sentries. And there we are. So, so uh, where, where's, what, one last detail. Where's the prince in relationship to all this? Fandral and Flint are standing right there next to each other, next to the sentries, pretty much straight uh, in front of the goblin who's just appeared out of the dark. Oh, and there's there is one thing that... Since I was kind of not exactly on my game last time, oh, uh, okay, wasn't understanding all the consequences here, the poisoning and all the consequences of that. I guess I had a uh, deeds, and I spent that to have uh, succeeded on that roll or re-roll that or what? Oh, you know, uh, fair enough. Uh, you do have deeds, and you can certainly you can certainly have spent that. Uh, re-roll failed dice from one test. Oh. Hmm. I guess we could, uh, if you wish, just say that uh, you spent the deeds to double your dice, and then you can get to roll eight more dice. Because I think you only got one success, or do we have a record or something of that? I, th- I think you only got one. Yeah. You needed three. So scrounging up two successes from eight dice shouldn't be terribly difficult. Sure. We said that the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you had to get three. <laughs> yeah, so, well, actually, yeah, because I was rolling nine, right? Oh, yes, yes. So nine more. Yes, because you had a... Uh, oh, wait. Uh, you're only rolling eight because the, the bonus die was from a an outside source. So you double it and then you add the various modifiers. So eight dice. And Todd has his lovely bot handy. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Boom! Yes, it's, and we have all the successes we need. Rainbows and butterflies shoot out your mouth and ears. <laughs> 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 and various other orifices with Hakalugi and uh, it was a poison. <laughs> sizzles and burns through the floor. <laughs> okay, so what happens is uh, restore one one of the dice I took off from uh, Fort, and like before, uh, the hallucinations are gone, and one of the dice from the wound is, are gone. Since you failed the first, the very first health test, it's going to take some like eight or nine weeks for this wound to fully heal so until that time you're going to suffer one penalty die or rather you you know every every die pool you have is going to be depleted by one die for now uh wow. but Do I still yes. get that obstacle increase as well no 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 uh that was part of the hallucination stuff so uh that is gone but again anytime you want to uh ignore uh, the wound it's a persona point oh, the fate was not fate right. yes all right Gives you something to burn all those fake points. From a bright side, now it's easier to advance. <laughs> if that matters. Okay, so, now Goblin. He uh, c- uh, comes forward, has the typical Goblin type, um, loathsome appearance and slightly hunched posture and uh, long arms and all that. Uh, he's only actually mail-clad on the, the chest, and it looks like the, the mail has, was sort of forcibly ripped from someone and then stitched together clumsily. But it appears to be doing its job. He uh, holds the sword forward and goes something like, uh, Dwar- Dwarfies, no attack! I, I come under white rag of peace! Mm-hmm. I will uh, try to check around, look if there are any other signs of this being an ambush or something. You tell that to the sentries? Yeah. Okay, they, you know, nod and head down the tunnel. He remains stationary, just sort of sneers at them as they move past him. Flint will just do the whole arrogant body posture thing. We'll cross our arms, still have my axe in my hand, of course, but not at the ready to decapitate this weasel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I should say, he's man-sized, so uh, he's taller than you guys, but uh, still hunched over and and a looking creature, so... Scrappy, uh, loathsome, (laughs) scrawny. There's barely any meat on that bone, so I'm not concerned at all. (laughs) All right. State your business, goblin. Ah! You, you are, uh, you are the, the prince of dwarfies, yes? Yes. Ah, this is good. Um, I, I come under white rag of peace for, for, uh, make us allies, yes. Uh, because dwarves are, are clever and, and smart and they know good opportunity when it hits them in head. Sorry, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> a 
he's, he uh, also uh, sort of motions to to sheath his sword and, and says, "May I?" I just wave a hand. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Okay, so he does that, and he looks uh, slightly less, slightly less like he's biting back some sort of caustic bile. So, um, we we uh, confer, we we um, we make assembly and, and talk of opportunity. Yes. Isn't that what we're doing now? Oh, it already started. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Ah, uh, good. Ah, uh, oh, I assure Prince, I am all alone. Ah. Uh, for now, for now. Um, see, goblin, goblins of west, goblins back west, they under, uh, uh, they under the, the, uh, thumb of, of Grok Blood of Moon, uh, uh, warlord. Yes? He, um, he very angry and big and hor- horrible and, and hateful and he kill all or, all dwarfy, uh, all dwarfy, retinue. But, but, uh, uh, he, he, he not good king. I, I make better king. You know. <laughs> Crack moron. Moron. Um, but I, I help Dorfies take Skurya deep from, from Dragonlord. Yes. Once, once Dorfies helped me make the crack dinner. And, well, how would you propose to help us? Take Skurya deep? Yes. Oh, ah, uh, same reason Crack. Same reason you want Grack uh, gone, of course, of course. Uh, Grack have trolls, big trolls, roaring trolls, and trolls paste dwarfies. But uh, see, kill dwarf, kill troll handler. Have uh, son, my son, take over troll. Troll fight for dwarfies yet? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it may not be seen, but uh, whenever we go, hmm, we're actually stroking our dwarven beard. <laughs> I guess I'm over by the water right now going, okay, there's stuff going on over there. Hey, you. Keep an eye on the water. I'll be right back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So he glances I, over. I, I, oh, I do stuff to take a turn around and say, and keep your hammer and axe handy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wandering over to the uh, parlay. So he looks over to, to you approaching in the water, and he, he goes, uh, Ah, dwarf is very clever. Make beer from water. Is yes? Yes? Aye. Aye. But you know, uh, goblins have beer from Scoria Deep. And you got a sample? Sample? I... I'm emissary for myself. I don't have, I can't carry sample, but I, I assure goblins have beer from Scoria Deep. And you know, goblin chair once, once crack dead. It seems like we're taking on a lot of risk for not a lot of gain. <laughs> <laughs> well. Did you say that out loud or, or is it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. If Dwarfy not not uh, join forces, make use of Headmush and join forces. Why trolls will will lumber out and make paste of Dwarfies, and Dwarfies not get Scoria Deep, and I not get Warlord Crown. It's very bad. Oh, Prince, do you think you can pull away some of the uh, goblin uh, defenses, make it easier for us to get in? Oh, that is the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Trying to take your place, you're you're the prince. So you do the parlay. I just sit there and feed tidbits of wisdom and tactical advice into your ear. Oh, by the by, uh, Flint, since you are the the prince's right hand man, and and you may not be, you know, waving your axe about in a threatening manner, but I mean, you're you're used to the whole sizing people up in case they're a threat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, while you scan his frame and so forth, you notice that um, you know, one of his hands has a few stumpy fingers, as if they were bitten off at some point. And on his index finger is this ring, this gold band. It just strums some kind of chord in you. And, you know, more than simply gleaming gold, there, there's just something about that ring that... Precious. Precious. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you can't quite look away for a moment. And please give me a steel test. Steel? Yes, a steel test. Okay, I imagine 
Ah, so I got five dice of steel. That can't be that hard. They are in fact open-ended as well, and the obstacle is six, which is your will, your which is ten minus will for your hesitation. So to not hesitate at all and possibly come under the sway of she's magnificent, you need all six successes. Ooh, um, well, crap! <laughs> Maybe that is a little bit harder than I thought. Uh, uh, okay, um, five dice open-ended. Fair enough. So uh, you know, by default, you roll any six, you roll them again. And uh, what, what you can do with your fate in that situation is, is if you have a traitor, you can re-roll one of them. And of course, you can add oh. persona in, in, in front if you think this is really important. Uh, we'll rely upon the luck of the die, which right. I don't have faith. Doom, doom. <laughs> <laughs> That's three. <six> doom. <laughs> <laughs> So, for tr- three uh, rounds or turns, you either stand and drool, or you can invoke the uh, I-must-have-it uh, rule, which means that you must now barter or, you know, fight for it or steal it or somehow get it, if you choose that. But you can always just choose to stand and drool desirously at the object. Go for the fun one. Go for the fun one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I, 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 that ring, that's not a goblin thing. What are you doing? Are you, are you standing and drooling or what? Well, no, I think he's bartering. What are you picking? Stand and I, I'm, I'm bartering. I'm asking about the oh, ring. Oh, okay, okay. You must have it then. <laughs> oh, uh, he looks down, uh, on it and then he sort of hisses at you and goes, ah, ring is mine by conquest. You conquer, you have it. For angry little dwarf, that's not hard. So can we, like, throw down a stuff-wise roll to uh, identify this ring? Well, if it's, it's, a man- it's, it's a little at a distance, but... You can always step forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still, you know, Fandral's right-hand man. Yeah, it, it's, it's just... The precious calls you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I would love to... Uh, I'd love to... Uh, See that ring. I'll stand my ground, but I'll, I'll actually like, you know, you know, how you have your arms crossed and then lean like over your arms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the goblin leers. I've seen that somewhere before. Okay, the goblin leers a little and sort of uh, edges a little closer, holding out his savaged fist with the, the gleaming gold ring on it. I, I mean, hope he doesn't wave it because I can imagine my nose following it. <laughs> <laughs> It appears to be cunningly, I mean, minutely inlaid with runic fire in rare refulgent agate. Well, I'm just... Okay, you're hitting my skill buttons, dude. I've got stuff-wise, I've got rune script, I've got clan history. I want to know more about this ring. All right, give me give me an obstacle to clan history uh, test. Let's see. Uh, can I fork in rune script and stuff-wise just... Because stuff-wise, yes, yeah, RuneScript would be to really just see, you know, read something. It's it's not. Uh, it's more of um. It's more of an artistic inscription in inlay. Hey, we got that. Now the question is: Is it worth adding a fate point to uh, clan history? Okay, because I'm, I'm I don't quite grok in advancements. Mm-hmm. Uh, given what I have in clan history, would it be to my benefit to burn a fate point? Just to burn a fate point for advancement purposes. Not really. Uh, you have the two, ob- you, t- you have the two successes you need. This is uh, a routine test when you forked in stuff wise. So, uh, first of all, clan history goes up. Really? Yes. I told you straight from the get go. One route oh, t- test away. Yeah, that is on the list. Oh. <laughs> How, uh, coincidental. Uh, <laughs> okay. So then you, you take away all of the, uh, tests you, uh, recorded for that, and, but not the persona and fate and all that, and, uh, increase it to, um, four. Woohoo! I know that ring! Yes. This you recognize as one of a series of eight rings that were given to trusted clans by the first prince of Mount Scoria, and one of them were indeed, was indeed given to your clan in the Long ago. Da da da. What does draw of it? That's a clan head ring. <laughs> you want it? 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> well, you help conquer Grack, I give Little Dwarf Ring. So, uh, we look at the prince. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the dwarven puppy dog eyes. <laughs> Only eight of those were ever made. I am such putty. <laughs> <laughs> Pull him over for a sidebar. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to go over long one, too. You know, lad, I know a thing about going after what you want. It can be a bad, it have bad side effects. Oh, it is too late. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. But it's worth saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, part, it's, it's, it's an important part of Scoria Deep's heritage. It needs to be recovered. It could be your family ring. Well, we'll find it out once we pull it off of his dead fingers. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> oh no. If they got trolls, we got trouble. The last battle I fought, we had, they had at least one troll out, out in their lines and it's not good. If we can get the goblins at least divided and more concerned about internal matters, that would be to our benefit. Yeah, but he, you, you can't trust a goblin. Oh no, you can't I mean, a goblin, no. <laughs> you know, if we can get him, uh, uh, is there anything we can get him to swear on? Is there anything that the goblins will actually will swear on that will at least make them at least try to keep their word? Well, it can't be honor, but uh, maybe needs. <laughs> well, if he's going after uh, the crown, maybe get, get him to swear on his on the crown itself. I don't believe they actually have a crown. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Whoever holds power holds power. I that may have explained what happened was the other with the other dwarfs. They were maybe doing the exact same thing. Or they were squashed by trolls. I <laughs> no 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 the ones no no the ones we the ones we captured. You know, what's his name? Um Rolf? Oh, you mean the dwarf you executed? Yeah. He was working with goblins. Of course, they may have had a change of plans, because Drolf in that party got white. Drolf, yes. <laughs> so they came to us to be able to basically take up where Drolf left off. Well, let's see if we can get uh, information, more information out of him. I'll go over to him again. And first we'll ask, how did he come by having human weapons? Oh, it, um... It, uh, booty from, uh, dragon lord slaves. We kill them, sneak on them in the dark, and straggle them, and take their stuff. The dragon lord has humans? Mm, yes. Have you offered this deal to any other dwarves? Well, no. But I heard dwarves were in tunnels, and dwarves kill goblins, and dwarves are strong, yes, and clever, and would help. Hmm? How's your proposed plan to be able to kill the, what was his name, Grack? Grack, Grack, Blood of Moon, Grack, Blood of Moon, Grack, Grack. I think it's it's Grack. (laughs) (laughs) Grack, yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's lost in translation, that. I'm sorry, what was the question, Dirk? Uh, What was his plan plan for killing him? Well, see, uh, Sun can take over as troll handler, so trolls, not a problem once stealthily killed. But Grack, um, have honor guard, and, um, and my voice is hurting. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's no honor among, you know. <laughs> and, um, can get a daughter who work forged to ruin their weapons, but still too many, too many goblin must have strong stout dwarves for a kill goblin guard. And how do we do this without the rest of your goblin clan setting upon us? Oh, they weak, they drink a scoria deep beer and they get all fuzzy in head and, and sleep and um, well, I start merrymaking, and uh, son kill troll handler, daughter ruin blades, dwarves sleep in, kill guard, crown me. And then dwarves fight their way out of the goblin hordes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds like a lovely, treacherous plan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
how will your allies know that we are your allies? Because after we get in and slay the chief, your people need to not turn on us afterwards. Ah, they will fear. And they will be fuzzy in hand after, after beer drink. And once we kill. Oof, Kel, is there anything you can add to their beer to make it extra sleepy? <laughs> well, without a sample, I wouldn't know how strong it is. And, you know, and it, it's quite possible it's not dwarf beer. It may be human beer. I can get fat dwarf sample. Well, you get me a sample, I can at least determine how strong it is and whether or not we can make it stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this jug of Everclear. <laughs> oh, yeah. you don't think dwarves know, don't know how to make distillation? Just not too strong. Need shock troops to kill dragon. And for whomever not drink, he produces this black coil of a, of a leathery whip that seems, seems to just, you know, when he handles it, this, this yeah. blackish dried blood comes off into his fingers and he sort of squeezes it lovingly and goes, well, whip, whip will do way. <laughs> oh, that's where we cue the whip and chains bit from the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> where there's a whip, there's a way. Yep. <laughs> he has that trait, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir. Talking to Fangirl, of course. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I trust, I, I, I trust this goblin as far as I can throw him, but he is clever and crafty, and I think he, we could scratch each other's back looking at that ring, drool, drool. <laughs> well, I expect that anything we can do to, uh, this is a sidebar here. To, Anything yeah. we can do to weaken the goblins is probably good for us. And, and mm-hmm. if, if, if I wanted to, to be reaching for it, this is part of, uh, safely traveling to, to Scoria Deep is reducing the opposition. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take my shameless greed and justify it through honorable traits. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we gotta do this very carefully. I. But we'll. Uh, we'll but, but I will do. It. I will need a, a a sample of your beer so I know what to do to it. Are you talking to the goblin now? I. Ah. Yes. Yes. We'll be done. We'll get you beer. Sample. Will tankard be enough? I. Ah, good. We are uh, in agreement. Yeah, in principle, as long as we see that your assessment of the the situation is correct. Ah, of course, of course. You scout, but sneakily, yes. Yes. Otherwise, rouse goblins and trolls make paste. He spits into his his clawed hand, the one that isn't dirty, uh, rather uh, riven. As dirty. <laughs> or eaten, and uh, holds it out toward the prince. <laughs> Make sure I wash it afterwards, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I give him a fist bump. <laughs> oh, he shrugs. <laughs> For customs, I guess. You uh, you linger here. I return with the tankard soon. Well, yeah, we have no choice but linger here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then he simply turns about and uh, heads into the darkness. Sir, should I follow him? For a while, as if you can do so stealthily. We can try. Worst I can do is blow my rolls. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> At least to make sure that he doesn't go just out of sight and call a goblin horde or something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do, sir. I suggest we make haste with our collections here. Yeah. Right, I'm going to hand back to my apprentices. What are you doing? You got the pipe in the wrong place. Oh, oh that's painful. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would actually like to try to follow this uh, sneaky conniving goblin and see right. where he's heading off to. Okay, meanwhile, uh, what are what are the other two lovely dwarves doing? I'm berating my, my apprentices. They got the charcoal bucket in the wrong place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we do filter a little bit, you know, and charcoal is a great filtration. 
gives that smoky flavor to the beer. Fandral, anything in particular? I'm making sure sentries are well set up and positioned and paying attention. All right. In that case... Why don't you sit back for the bucket brigade and let them and when warnings about the goblins? You know what, John? Maybe maybe you should add something delightful to your opening brewery's uh, belief. Like, because uh, mm. you keep... You keep abusing your uh, apprentices, and it tends to be funny. So I think you need to be rewarded for that somehow. Um, I'm probably really, I'm probably the nicest, nicest uh, brewmaster they ever served under. <laughs> <laughs> that may be correct. Still, maybe so. like the first step of reopening your breweries would be like to whip your apprentices into shape. That they're, you know, worthy of, of working the, the breweries, right? Oh, there you go. That's what you're saying. I'll oh, reopen the breweries and screw you deep and make sure my apprentices are worthy of the position. Ah, that is excellent. You know, in that case, this sounds like uh, an instruction test, you know, to let them know this is how you do it. That's how you no- don't do it because that <laughs> paint the water and so on. Right. So that would be beer wise. Nope. Nope. Ha <laughs> It would be a lovely skill called instruction, which amusingly you don't have. Which is probably why your apprentices are so sucky. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't you learn a thing on your own? <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, Either that or you instruct in that monotone that puts all of your apprentices asleep. <laughs> No, no, it's one of the things, I know how to do it, but I can't, I'm shit at actually telling you how to do it. Yes. You know, and unfortunately, this is a real life skill for me. I know how to do a lot of things, but don't ask me how I do them, because I can't tell you. What's it based on? It should be based on will. I'm checking it out. Yes, it is. Instruction right. based on will. So I have a B5, okay. Uh, if you have command or persuasion, which you don't have, haha, you could uh-huh. have uh, borrowed a bit of help from that, but you can't. They've been doing it. I mean, we've been making beer, so yeah. it's not like it's not like they, they're they're complete uh, complete novices. Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. But for <laughs> now, your your uh, your objective is to teach them to do this, uh, you know, water siphoning properly, that they don't taint anything or bungle something or uh, yeah, it's the entire process. If I had any gripes about this book, mm-hmm. I say see learning from another in in the burning wheel with no page reference. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are listening to this, you need to put page references in. If it was yeah. difficult to write, it should be difficult to read. <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of this test, to instruct them in the the proper uh, watery stuff preparation. Yes, it would be an obstacle three instruction so- test. To, to so like, the, you know, really hammer in into them everything that they should, that they get, yeah. right? Yep. Successfully. Uh, so that means I gotta be a six. Uh, yes. Though it counts as a three. So, uh, what is a three compared to your will? Uh, five dice, that's gonna be a, a routine! Aha! Uh-huh. So, first, uh, first step toward learning, or learning yourself instruction then. And I'm gonna spend a point of persona. So one one persona of that as well. That's going to go on my will, correct? Yes. Sorry for the apprentices that have to learn while he's learning. <laughs> oh, off by two. <laughs> so I'm just blithering at them, <laughs> talking in and all of a sudden stopping. No, 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 that's wrong. <laughs> the other counterclockwise. <laughs> Then I go off on a soliloquy about how, how it was when I was a bird apprentice. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, interminably. I feel, I'm starting to feel really sorry for your apprentices. <laughs> <laughs> every time. <laughs> There's a good chance that your apprentices will be deaf by the time they're journeymen. <laughs> well, at least I don't beat them. At least not while we're watching. <laughs> So I can show you the scars on my back where my, my first master would you say, no, you got it wrong! Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> he didn't have instruction either. <laughs> but he did have a whip. <laughs> <laughs> or a rod. Uh, okay, so you, you paddle to, to do that. And uh, meanwhile, in the dark tunnels, Flint is attempting to uh, shadow the um, goblin, yes? Absolutely. 
All right. Then uh, that is going to be a versus test. Can I fork in, like, uh, tunnel-wise, lay the land, all that fun stuff? Uh, absolutely, yes, to uh, use them to your advantage. Uh, tragically, that gets me up to a total of three. Still, uh, you're, you're up against a beginner's luck observation, so it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> does he roll first so I know what my obstacle is, or how does that work? We can do that if you want. Yes. Let's see. Five, six. Yeah, that's two successes. It's a versus test, right? So you need, you need two successes. No, rather, uh, you need one success because for him it's a double obstacle. You only need okay. one to actually succeed in, in keeping yourself, uh, hidden. Okay, well let's throw down our 3d6 and... You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> uh, okay, uh, is there anything I can do after the fact? You do have a deeds. If if you're willing to spend it, which uh, will allow you to re-roll all your traitors. What does Quick Step do? That is for for uh, running fast. Okay. I don't believe you have any stealthy-oriented um, call-on traits. Ah, crap. I'm willing to burn a deed for this. Honestly, this, this is important because uh, we need to verify this weasel. Okay. So I just burn a deed, poof, gone, re-roll. Okay. On a re-roll, can I add Persona, just because my bad luck sense is tingling? Why not? I'm feeling generous. It's your Persona. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> we aced it the second time. Yes, uh, yes. So, is, is that routine? That is uh, three dice, because we don't count the Persona, versus uh, two. So, that should be routine, yes. So, yes. Stealthy goes up to B3. Aha! So we're practicing. You record one persona then and one deeds for stealthy. Oh, okay. Uh, Flint will be a ninja yet. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was probably a frivolous use of deed, but actually, uh, it, it, it was mechanically. It was, so, uh, and yeah. that's what they're for. They might be hard to come by, but when you really need them, they're good to have. And when you roll a one and two twos, yes, I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you follow him through this uh, maze of uh, tunnels, both natural and dwarf-made, uh, until he reaches. I mean, you can you can smell the uh, shall we say horde before they appear. This sort of uh, briny, tangy, sweaty, ripe. Well, I imagine wood smoke and everything else. Yes, yes, everything. And after a little while, you can hear a sort of low rumble as of grunting and whimpering and whipping and so on. And he uh, takes a turn, and you follow him down the turn, and there's a, a portal that opens up on a, on a great cave uh, with this roof full of... Uh, uh, very carefully. Yeah. Because if he's walked... <laughs> yeah, stealthily, stealthily, since you succeeded. And he proceeds to go down through the portal into this great cave with a, a stalactite Heights, you know, depending from the roof, uh, that is just scored and, and pitted and, and dotted with little campfires, and there's just a milling multitude of goblins in there. Some of them appears to be armored like him, uh, others are just naked and, and, and filthy and miserable. You do see on the far end something, like a lumbering shape that moves away into the darkness. Is there any buildings? Uh, well, makeshift huts, but really, that, that's a rarity. That look important or any construct? Uh, well, no. I'm, I'm more concerned, like, uh, where the, the chief would be. Okay, you don't see anything really important looking from here. Unless you want to venture down into the, the uh, cavern, which might imperil your result, your stealthy result. Yeah, just because I, I got a shiny new stealth die doesn't mean I'm a ninja. <laughs> but, well, yes, there actually is goblins in these caves. Yes. I'm a hoodie ninja. I'm a hoodie ninja. <laughs> oh, you do mark, I mean, apertures from, from other directions. So evidently it's a possibility. So it's a network. Yes. Okay. Work. Well, we're, we're going to stop there and uh, observe as best uh, as, yeah. as we can, see where he goes without following him any further. Also, just watching how the goblins react around him. If they fear him, if they ignore him, if they sit there and spit on him. Uh, <laughs> try, to get, try, to, try to get some sense of, where does he fit the goblin hierarchy? Yeah, because if he's the freaking jester, <laughs> uh, sort of uh, shrink back. Uh, and those he whips, if he appears to feel like it, it appears that he, he's not taking any lip. But uh, there are people challenging him, but he's putting them down as well. But for the most it's part, goblin with a spine. <laughs> yes, it's because he has the whip. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, I, I think mainly the challengers are those who are also armored and, and you know, senior warrior-esque, I should say. Okay. But but you can definitely, through through their equipment and their demeanor, get a, get a sense of their hierarchy. Yes. And, and, and he's not con man, obviously, uh, which is the important thing I wanted to verify. Well, I'm just going to spend some time there observing, mm-hmm. making s- some notes, mental or physical, if I can. Yeah. Sure. Which which ways uh, dwarves can travel, and just generally do this scouting thing, which I don't even know if it's a burning wheel skill that's appropriate. Well, I don't believe there's a scouting skill, but certainly you might make use of. I don't know what you would make use of. I don't know if there's observation. A, I don't know if there's a conflict here. Uh, that's really the point. Well, true. Uh, well, let's safe to say I do that stuff. Yes. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I, I'm working to give myself a situational modifier in the future. How's that sound? <laughs> sure. Uh, fair enough. Advantage for knowing the horde. Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hold wise. I'm 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 learning a new hold. I, horde. Horde. <laughs> no. What? Yeah. Dwarven hold. Goblin horde. Yeah, they're similar. But anyway. So that's what we do. Uh, well, well, I mean, uh, if, we you, that. if you if you want to find out something specific, you could always attempt to open a new skill like Goblin Wise. I don't know if I'd actually get a chance to practice that, or if I'd want to. Given <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be doing with a little bit, we might have some opportunities. I mean, if if you want to like try to gauge who are weak. Uh, where could you strike, possibly? Uh, who should you watch out for? That kind of thing. Sure. How would I go about making a goblin-wise role? You would write up goblin-wise uh, under skills being learned, and you would pick up dice equal to your perception. I would say it would be an obstacle to to pick out tactical advantages, so to speak. Okay, dokie. We'll give that a shot. Worst thing I can do is I can learn how disgusting they are. <laughs> now, since this is beginner's luck, it's double to four. So you're aware of that. Yeah. And let's burn a fate point there. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a handsome, handsome fate point. All right. So uh, write that down as a fate point spent for perception. Goblin wise. And that is. Grishnak, come here. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like goblin wise. Uh, You you get to record one routine tick for opening goblin wise. And uh, yes, you can certainly pick out that there appears to be a a hierarchy. There's, There's this horde of lesser goblins that are just being bullied into doing stuff. And it appears that after a bit of observation, you, you notice that if they can get away with stuff, they do. Uh, they will attempt it anyway. They really need the whips to keep them in shape. So if you were to get rid of the commanders or the, the officers, so to speak, you would have a much easier time taking them on if that were the reality. Excellent. That's the kind of information I was looking for. Yes. Time to scurry on back to the troop and report in. <laughs> Excellent. Meanwhile, in the cave with water, I guess our old fellow is just uh, uh, concluding his his tirade. The learning experience. <laughs> yes, yes, his his lecture. His lecture, yes. <laughs> and that's how yeah, I got made my first nog. <laughs> it was crap, but it was my first nog. But, but, but master, we, 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 what what's that got to do with water? Um. Water is everything. <laughs> you don't got good water, you get crappy beer, you get, you get, you get absolutely disgusting nog. So that's why you run the water through the charcoal to take out any, you know, bits that don't taste good. Yeah, okay. They proceed to do sort of what you tell them. I yeah. mean, of course, they're holding everything wrong and, uh, and so forth, but... Uh, <laughs> we eventually get into a situation where the water does flow in the correct order through the various buckets. And then now we, now we yes, can actually... Yes, after you fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually don't reach in. I, 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 back in my mind, says, okay, this is, you got, they have to learn to do themselves. So I, I'll point it out, and I, and I keep putting it out, and I keep putting it out. Yes. Remember, I'm meticulous, so I keep putting it out until they finally get it right. <laughs> of course, it doesn't stick, so next time you're there, you have to do it again. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so uh, you, you've just concluded this uh, this tirade, and uh, hmm. Andrew Lee has just uh, sort of made sure the men are stout and, and on watch and everything when Flint returns. And I report my findings. Dun, dun, dun. They're scroungy and nasty, and this one had this bad rash. <laughs> <laughs> Only one? <laughs> <laughs> it's particularly bad. It was a walking rash. It's always good to... Well, if we get a chance to kill goblins, that's always good. <laughs> we just got to make sure that we have a way out. Well, I mentioned the, the other connections and the other tunnels, and Sam, long as we have access to that central chamber, we can always make it back out the way we came. Control that central ch- chamber, they won't be able to cut off our escape route. It's a big chamber, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the question is, do, do we have any chance of actually getting in stealthily? At present, you know, as they were, maybe. Uh, at least you might be able to stealthily start a fight. <laughs> but to sort of uh, slink down among them, unlikely. Undetected, yeah. anyway. Unless you're drunk. Yes. Well, I think we'll wait wait on his sleaziness to return and see if he can bring the beer. All right. In that case, after uh, an indetermined amount of time, there's this patter of goblin feet, and he appears. Uh, with a tankard, and yeah, it goes, ah, have drink for a fat dwarf. Stout! No, eat beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I walk around, I look, first off, what's the condition of the ca- of the tankard he's got? It's this uh, grimy tin thing. <laughs> I, pull out, I, I pull out my bell tankard, and I take this tankard and pour it into my tankard, making sure not to touch his tankard to my tankard. (laughs) (laughs) Hand it back, and now I'm going to go into, you know, beer-wise mode and take sniff and swirl, look at the color, all that good stuff, and then finally take a taste. (laughs) What what do you want to find out? What is the intent? Part of this is, is this dwarf beer? Oh, Okay. Yes, that would definitely be beer-wise. Uh, how specific an information do you want? You just want to determine if it's dwarf-made or not. It would dwarf, but also I want to gauge its strength as well. Sadly, I, you need a bit more than a tankard full to check its specific gravity. Mm. But then, then you need to know what its original gravity was first. I used to brew beer, so. I'll <laughs> <laughs> but at least I can get a, a general gauge on its strength and so forth. You can certainly ga- gauge that it's dwarfy strength, but if you want to determine that it's definitely dwarf made, then that would yes be a graduated beer wise test. Which okay. Means it's a it's a routine test where you just roll against uh, an obstacle of uh, one, pretty much. Can I fork in my brewing? Uh, sure. That'll give me that'll take me up to five dice. Mm-hmm. Can I fork an appraisal? You're really mm-hmm. trying to hammer this beer mm-hmm. test. You do have beer appraisal, don't you? Yes, I do. So that's a three. So that's another die. So that'll be six dice. Uh, I'm not gonna spend percent on this. Actually, I mean, he needs one success to be able to tell anything. That that's that's the thing. It's I want to make sure I nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is it worth my while for the fate point? <laughs> well, the, the more successes you get, the more information you get. But I mean, you have uh, five of them already, so. Ah, but the reason there's a reason I want to spend a fate point because I only have two spent on beer wise, so I just spend right. one. You have to oh. look at this, whack, whack. Look at this from the goblin perspective. There you, you go. So I got to sip a beer um. and you and you act like this oracle or this wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm describing this beer in, in ways that I never thought of beer like that before. <laughs> Are you sure yeah. it's rose hips? <laughs> so I do it. Yeah, so I got six successes. Wow. I mean, you you certainly pick it apart, and yes, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely dwarf made. It's it's aged, which would be congruent with beer stored for a long time uh, in Scoria. And this is my call. My princess is over. It's a learning experience time. (laughs) (laughs) With six successes, you can describe the keg that it came from. Pretty much. (laughs) How does he do that? (laughs) Pine, white pine, charred for a bit before it was done. Oh, and they're using ops. Uh, Centennial and a little bit of uh, afkash. Oh, by the by, the keg 
indicators are almost identical to the keg of uh, Blackstone Nog once had. Interesting. So they're in the Blackstone's beer. Let's start calling you the beer whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I record on this? Routine beer wise test. Call the princess over, let them all get a sip. You know, see what they see what they taste. <laughs> Some of them get the get it sort of right. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, it's dwarf beer, sir. They're actually they're drinking from the stores of, of Blackstone Brewery. Sorry, this is just mystical. It's like Sherlock Holmes of beer. <laughs> so how does it taste? Oxidized, but it's passable. Here, have some, sir. <laughs> After all the apprentices have had? <laughs> I want to make sure it's not poisoned. Now it's killed over oh, yet. true, true, true. <laughs> Nicely played. <laughs> Of course, if it is poison, we just killed off the entire brewery for your group. <laughs> Actually, I remember I brought the good apprentices with me. The, the ones that aren't so good are back to still working out, taking care of the, the, the equipment. These are the cream of the crop apprentices. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that might actually make it the journeyman. <laughs> One day, they too will be brewers without instruction skill. <laughs> so, so Ufkel, this is all fascinating, and I'm impressed with your skill. <laughs> Can you do anything about it? First, I take a look at I look at the goblin. Mm-hmm. He's kind of skinny, right? Uh, yeah. How many of these that points to the tanker? Does it take to get one of you uh, fuzzy-headed? Uh, depend. Uh, little ones. Uh, one, two. Bigger ones, like uh, you? He <laughs> looks like he doesn't want to tell you because it might be humiliating. Worst persuasion, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Just say something like, right or nine. Of course, you can tell right away it's lying. Probably half that. Judging by his size and weight and uh, and so forth. Hmm. One or two for the smaller ones and uh, a bit more for the bigger ones. I think I may have a way of doing this. It, it's going to take a little bit of a distill, uh, me making a little something called um, uh, Rockhead. <laughs> <laughs> is he Rockhead? Which incidentally is not the dwarf name for blackheads. No, Rockhead, <laughs> rockhead is the, you take a barrel beer and you turn it into a, a gallon of distillate. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it can be a yes. reasonable amount of time. No. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I don't have the equipment to distill. We have to actually craft the dist- distillery. He doesn't appear to be very pleased with that. <laughs> well, trying to speak around the subject, we know what Drolf did with the beer. Can we do something like that to enhance the beer? We can talk to the apothecary and see what they might have. Don't know that we have a, a poisoner with us, other than uh, I'm don't to say it out loud. Herbal <laughs> <laughs> uh, some herbal mixture that may help improve the flavor a bit. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, we're, we're still <laughs> in front of the goblin here. I thought we were. We're yeah, I was still in front of the goblin. Well, I mean, part. if you moved away, that's fine. But generally, it's not like it's a secret that you know the the intent was to poison them, quote unquote. Anyway, just not to kill them. That was his mistake, anyway. You can do what you want. Uh, we, we can sidebar. Uh, I think our apothecary's got some uh, various herbs that could be added to the uh, barrels that would make the, the brew much more sporific, if you get my meaning, if I'm using the right word. <laughs> <laughs> you get my meaning. What did I use a completely arbitrary phrase? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember sporific is the right word. You, you mean soporific. Soporific, thank you. Mm. It's sporific. <laughs> it has spores. Yes. <laughs> yes, hallucinogenic fungus spores. Yes, brilliant. I think I spit a few up of those back over there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or something, um, 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 what's that word? word? Um, something, uh, narcoleptic. There you go. <laughs> some sleepy beer. Ooh, some chamomile. <laughs> okay, well. Well, one way or another, we're going to juice this up with something, whether it's alcohol poisoning or yeah, yeah. something more. So, <laughs> I, I have uh, no rockhead with me, so you. It's going the to question to is: the question is more: Are you? Do you intend to make it lethal or non-lethal? Lethal or yeah, um, or just real fuzzy head? But that I suspect will have to be a question for next time. Yeah. We weren't going to just dump it in this one keg anyway, so 
if we did something, we'd have to uh, make a bunch of little sachets of herb, of these medicinal herbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and dump them in the barrels. And hopefully then as they drink the beer, they'll get, they'll just go take a nap. Cause I don't think I use the sporific cause then, it, then that's as a hypnotic. <laughs> well, of course, you know that, or uh, maybe we could put in a powerful laxative. Are you sure you want that? <laughs> <laughs> a whole cavern full of goblins, no telling what they've eaten. <laughs> or who yeah, but eaten. at least it gets them out of their armor. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> hey, and then there's a treacherous footing. Oh, never mind. Scratch that plan. <laughs> okay. On that fun note. <laughs> so we need to what? Make a plan to meet with him again with whatever. Yeah. Yes. Whatever yes. So he can distribute it if this is your intent. Because this would mean we'd have to convince the apothecus. Well, apothecarius. If, even if it's not him, it's going to be you with some extra power out. Help. I, I guess that plan, precisely what to do, uh, we'll have to wait till the uh, next session. Yeah. You can probably c- consider what, you know, your possibilities are. Dragging it is probably a better choice. Because we probably had the stuff on hand, hopefully. And we've had some recent experience with it. <laughs> I might be a hypocrite. No, no such thing. <laughs> I might be able to open up poison wise as a skill. Yeah. <laughs> or or even poisoner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yes, I, I could see the reputation your beer is going to get. <laughs> you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> Try my beer. <laughs> oh, we just add, just a touch of hemlock. It gives you that wonderful wonderful buzz hit. Are you feeling numb yet? <laughs> I, I could see that selling. <laughs> <laughs> Just a touch. Are you dwarf enough for Ulf Kelsbrews? Of course, it's just a touch. More than a touch, and then we'd be wrapping you up in a a shroud. So, all right, so you agree to meet at a later time to hand over whatever you need to hand over. Then he melts away into the darkness, and and you finish fixing up your, uh, you know, water retrieval. Uh, Then we start hopefully getting a bucket brigade going, because there's no way to get the wheelbarrows across. Okay, since... Anything else really would take too long to get into. I guess we'll uh, wrap up here, and I'll get to the next remaining scary, lovely challenges next time. And for now, you should at least earn a fate point each for playing your beliefs. I did deal with the goblin, eh? Uh, you did actually come to an agreement, this is true, but you didn't actually test anything in the, in the course of it. So I'm, I'm disinclined to reward that, Just. Partly my fault, but, uh, well, you know. Well, I would award Fandral a Moldbreaker persona for actually at least dealing with the goblin instead of outright yeah. killing it or, or, um. It very tempting. I can, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, and you, you should, guys, you should have humor, uh, fate, uh, as oh. well. But beyond that, I think it's really just down to your own votes for MVP and uh, workhorse. Though this being a short session, maybe yeah. What do you say? Is it worth voting on that? Oh, we can give one to Flint for being a ninja. He's <laughs> <laughs> a dwarven ninja, slaving away behind the scenes and giving into and giving into his lust. <laughs> Finally, acting like a dwarf. <laughs> So was that fate or persona? Uh, that is a persona for workhorse. That is persona. For a longer session, I'd be more inclined to say let's vote for MVP as well. But since this wasn't really a full session, let's skip no. that for now. So how do you earn deeds again? Accomplishing goals larger than yourself. You know, you have a personal stake in removing some slaver lords from a city. And in the course of doing so, you enable the, the former slaves to start their own sort of city-state. You did that. You didn't intend it, but because you removed the uh, slaver lord in charge, uh, you have accomplished a goal greater than yourself and your personal selfish goals. Then you get deeds. Also, like overthrowing Grach. (laughs) (laughs) Goblin pirates. (laughs) Also, if you help someone else accomplish their goals, which may or may, which should be anathema to your own beliefs and instincts, like, oh, I don't know, overthrowing Grack, <laughs> that might be uh, also grounds for deeds. Okie dokie, just curious. Oh, uh, 
there's was something else. Uh, no, no, that's true. Oh, uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be crack. I mean, uh, it could be something like uh, helping out one of your fellow dwarves with one of their beliefs in spite of that going against one of your own beliefs or instincts. Helping them achieve that earns you deeds. Oh, so slicing someone's throat for them? Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to hurt a little, though. So, uh, I mean... Oh, okay. <laughs> then I wasn't feeling anything at the end of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool beans. Anyway, thank you for today. Uh, short, short but fun. <laughs> Surprising the amount of fun playing the goblin. <laughs> Yeah. But now you need to some tea with honey in it. You get a persona point for embodiment of goblins. <laughs> really? Seriously? Because you know what? You are allowed to award me such things. Oh, hell's bells. I didn't know that. <laughs> Give yourself a bucket. <laughs> and then he'll use them yeah. against us. <laughs> oh, is that the way they work out? It depends, uh, I guess, on how you uh, uh, treat the goblin in question. But, but yes, certainly they will be used against you at some point. Well, maybe we'll just give you a fate point then. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you give me a persona, you know, because, you know, it it makes it funner if it's harder. Well, I mean, (coughs) I mean, I could take one for embodiment and one for humor if you think I was amusing. I mean, a a fate for humor. (laughs) Uh, I'm not fishing. A persona is fine. Or a face. I think this system gives you plenty of tools to beat us up with. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) But this would go specifically to the uh, goblin uh, I played and not, uh, you know, as a general. Yeah, I can't. Definitely. You'll have to make sure and type up his names in the forum so we can. Uh, Oh, you mentioned it. uh, uh, Well, no, he didn't because he doesn't have one. Uh, I could have sworn that. Well, his his dwarven name is Weasel. (laughs) (laughs) The Weasel. You mentioned it. It had something like with an O or something. Maybe you were saying something else. I just misheard it. (laughs) Probably, probably a throat sound. Only only really important people, and you know the 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 serious orky type goblins have names. (laughs) You have to actually earn a name. (laughs) Ah, So he'll have a name if he if his plan to become the. Leader. Yes, yes, that that is that is the whole point. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, your name is Hey You, <laughs> or or, or uh, you know the He Who Bears the Whip or something like that. Oh, the Kazinti. Okay, the v- vicious bastard. <laughs> time. That's what his name is. Vicious bastard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> vicious bastard goblin weasel. Short, easy to remember. Our name, our shirt for him is bastard. <laughs> 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 I'll be sure to use that for the the forum post then. So uh, I, I'll catch you next week or on the forum or wherever, and um, have a great week or few days. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Later. Just to throw a tangent, while I'm uh, out in the kitchen making coffee, I, I look over to the dog's place and I see his water bowl, I, but I don't see his food bowl. Matter of fact, I don't see the dog. It's like. What's going on? So I, I, I turn the corner in, to the living room, and the dog is sitting there, prim and proper on the couch, waiting for me, with this dog food bowl in his mouth. This is like, who taught you that? This <laughs> is like, food time? <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, bugger off to the toilet for a brief, um, for business, and uh, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> There will be a bit of noise. What the hell? Are you making coffee with power tools? Uh, it's made by Black and Decker. It is just a weird Sunday. It's almost like a Sunday morning parable. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.